0: you <laughs> Hi moms and welcome to the Gather Moms podcast. We are so excited to have you with us today. I don't know if you know it, but it's December. It is. I mean, shout out to all things Christmas. Yes. I feel like when I go on Hobby Lobby now, it's okay because it is December and that's why there's Christmas out. Yes, it's finally like, okay, this is right. okay for us to be doing this. And I yeah. need everything to be 75% off right now. Okay. Right, 75%. No more of this 40%. No, come yeah. on. Let's just go go big or go home. Yeah, it's time. You know you want to sell it, <laughs> so just do it. Let's get rid of it. It's time, yeah. Hey, at Gather Moms for the month of December, we want to highlight some Bible Mamas who are central to the Christmas story. Yes. Um, Hopefully you got to see some of our stories on Insta a couple weeks ago. We talked about what we're doing for Advent, Uh how we're pointing our families towards Jesus. And I feel like here at Gather Moms on the podcast, we just want to make sure that we really are stopping And just taking that moment to remember like what Christmas is all about. Yes. So for those who aren't familiar, you know, we did talk about this on our, we did story takeovers, which were super fun. I love it when we do that because you and Jenny and I are such different mamas. Okay. We are so different. (laughs) I love it. It just reminds me like the Lord totally orchestrated this little gathering right here. Yes. But it's so good because then people can watch and be like, okay, okay. They are all different and they don't have it together like it might seem. And I don't have a love for the flocking. <laughs> like you, you don't. Do. <laughs> I know. But you know what? I do have to circle back on the flocking because I said at one point that it wasn't that big of a mess, but we got a new tree this year that is like uber flocked. Like every time you touch it. And it is a huge <laughs> flocking mess. So it's different with this one. So watch out for the flock. But Advent is the four weeks leading up to Christmas uh, when you kind of, it's the celebration, the preparation of celebrating Christ's birth. But then, yeah, you're right. So then we have these episodes now that we're so excited about that are going to be rolling out in December about the Christmas mamas. Yes. Oh, we love them. Yes. We love them. Y'all probably know who they are, but you know, we'll just make you think it's a surprise here for a few more minutes. Sure. (laughs) But I really do. I think we all need a moment to just like refocus. Yeah, I forget how caught up in Christmas you can get with the gift giving, the wrapping, the trying to catch a sale, right? If you've got a gift that you need to have for somebody and you're like waiting for it to go on sale. Um, Even just like helping my kids because they kind of get into this, I want, I want, I need, I Uh need, hey... I want this from Santa. Hey, I forgot to tell you I really want this. Like, Uh I just want to be like, okay, stop it. First of all, I've bought it all by now. (laughs) I know. So we ain't changing nothing. Yeah. If you didn't tell me in October, you ain't getting it. That's right. That's right. Bless Abby's heart. Every time she changes her mind, I'm like, "Mm, I'm just going to tell you right now that's not going to be under (laughs) the tree. I'm so sorry. Mm -mm." (laughs) You can put that on your birthday list. That ain't happening. Yeah. Her birthday's in September, too. You'll be waiting a long long time. time. Yeah. No, but uh, it is. Even though this is a COVID year where we're like kind of doing things differently, I feel like there maybe aren't the level of parties and stuff. Oh, listen. Okay. So I saw this commercial the other day and it said one thing we can thank COVID for is no awkward work parties. Yeah. Um. Now you just went to a work I party, did. I so you maybe to had to experience the yeah. awkward work party. Yeah. But the other thing is there's no school Christmas parties. Listen, honestly, <laughs> I want to stop down and... I. That's, to me, the MVP of COVID, yes. is that I'm not having to go to the school Christmas parties. Seriously. Listen, cookie decorating with first graders is really not that fun. No. <laughs> it's hot in that classroom. <laughs> There's You're watching kids, and that's a COVID nightmare. Oh, like, can you imagine? We used to think that was, like, so clean and, like, hygienic. No, oh, it's not. No. Okay, at my work Christmas party, they didn't have tongs for, first of all, there was, like, a buffet line which, you know, I'm sorry. I don't think we do buffets. No, we don't. We don't. (laughs) And, um, but, but where I work is an area where there's just not a lot of COVID happening. Yes. yes. There are pockets of the world that are like, Ooh, this is all fabulous. Yes. And everybody gets their temperature tickets like that. But, um, but there were chips and there were, there were no tongs to pick up the chips and people were just literally using their hands. Were you freaking out? Uh, Yes. I was like, what is happening right now? You didn't have a chip, did you? I, you know what, I kind of watched where people were digging and then I kind of like, kind of like found my own little pocket that I felt like was safe. Because I can't not have chips. Let's be serious. It was fajitas. you got to have a chip with fajita. Yeah, so I just kind of like went for like what I felt was safe. But so far so good. I feel good. No fever. Everything's fine. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. No, I really do. Like, there was no sign up this year for like... Green tablecloths. Yes. Or, um, I don't know what else, like, cotton balls. I don't know. I'm trying to think of what else you have to bring to those parties. For the random crafts. Yes. yes. No, yes. it is nice. It feels like that part is, like, you know, kind of a little bit less. But still, Becca, like, there's still this... I don't know. There's so much more work. It's this frenzy. Bless your heart. I saw your husband out there trying to get your house decorated for like three. Every time I drove by, <laughs> Greg and the kids were out there on a ladder. <laughs> putting the Listen, lights. The funniest thing Kate said to me is she was like, Rebecca, you have a two income house now. <laughs> you need to pay somebody to put up your lights. <laughs> you do. It's it time. Is such an ordeal for all the lights. I think half of them are out right now too. And he's like, <gasps> Oh no! Where, no, where's the the light that like caused all this destruction? Yes, yeah. bless him. We pay to get ours done, and the guy went a little extra this year. Oh, like he got he put, some extra, yeah. He put a bunch of stuff on, and so it keeps tripping the breaker. <laughs> Too much extra. Yes. You gotta take some of that off. So we're trying to figure out like what is going on. How do we? You know. Yes. But yes. I love it. Yes. Listen for anybody that's building a house right now. You need to make sure you got some extra outlets. Yes. And some extra power for yeah. all them Christmas lights. Yes. Because you run out real quick. You do. You got to make sure you have that one on the outside wall. Yes, ma'am. On the front porch. You got. I have know them. it's going to cost you like maybe 125 hundred and twenty five extra dollars, uh-huh. but it's worth it. It is worth it. Just do it. Yeah. You got to. So have funny it. that in the third car garage. I'm just saying. Oh, girl, I need that. Everybody needs it. I know. If we could do it over, that's what we would do for <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, what are okay. we supposed to be talking about? Christmas. Oh, yeah. Hey, we talk about Christmas. Yeah. Okay. So today, one of our Christmas mama that we're going to talk about um, lived a lifetime. Like, I love this character of the Bible. She's really precious to me. She's going to ha- come to my dinner party in heaven. Okay. Um, But she lived, it's so funny because her story really is similar to some other women of the Bible. There are a lot of women of the Bible that had to wait a long time to have that baby. This is one of those. But then what God does through her story is just absolutely amazing. She was actually able to bless another young mama who was coming actually along at the same time as she was. They were just different ages. But it's so neat to me because that's one of the beautiful things about this story is how we as moms can encourage another mom That's that's coming along behind us. Yeah. So the mom we're talking about today is Elizabeth. Yes. Love One her. of the most popular names, right, yeah. in uh-huh. the history of men. Agree. I know lots of Elizabeths. Lots of them. Beths. Liz. Libby. Libby. I think because I think uh, we have in my stepmom's side of the family, there's Elizabeth, and they would call them Lib, Libby, Lizzie. Yeah. 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 And I have a niece, Elizabeth. That's Lizzie. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yes, it's a popular name. Yeah. Um, we find her story in Luke chapter one, or I'm going to pull it from the gospel of Luke chapter one. And so um, her husband was named Zachariah. Mm-hmm. He was a priest and they were from the line of Aaron, which is a big deal. Yep. He was married to Elizabeth. And in Luke 1, 6, scripture says that both of them were righteous in the sight of God. Uh-huh. That's a really bold statement yeah. to make about two people. So yeah. these were really great people. Uh-huh. But for some reason, they were childless. Yeah. They had not been able to have a baby. And so the story tells us that once Zechariah was in the temple and he was performing his priestly duties, and when he went in to burn incense, an angel of the Lord appeared to him, the angel Gabriel, and told him that he would have a son. And I want to read this part to you. It's Luke 1, 13 through 17. It says, But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you are to call him John. Listen, Uh, if some angel was about to tell me that about the baby I was about to have, I mean, come on now. No, well, it's just the wildest story because he he won the drawing, you know, like the lottery of what it was his turn to go perform the duty. And can't you imagine that you're like, am I getting high off of this smoke? You know, like... Is this right? What? Well, the scripture does tell us he was afraid. Like when yeah. he saw the angel, he was greatly afraid, which yeah. I think we all would be, of course. Yes. But I mean, what a, a moment to oh, have. my goodness. That you have prayed and longed for a baby for so long. Yes. And now this angel stands before you and says you're going to have it. Yeah. And what's funny is Zachariah is like, uh, I'm old and my wife's old. Uh-huh. He and that made the it. angel mad. Uh-huh. He was like, okay. Yeah. You're well, not going to believe me? Yeah. It's like Sarah laughing. Yes, like Sarah laughing. Yeah. Only this angel decided to just make him mute. That's right. That, I'm sorry, Zechariah. Yeah. You will not speak until that baby is born. That's right. Sarah got away with it a little bit. Yes, she did. But Zechariah did not. <laughs> no. Sorry to the men of the Bible. Don't be questioning the angels. Yeah. Okay, so here's just, you know, the way my mind thinks. I'm like, here's the questions that come to my mind. Can you imagine? Okay, he comes out of the temple mute. Right. Can't nope. talk. No. Can't talk. Yeah. Then he has to finish his priestly duties uh-huh. before he goes back home to Elizabeth. Right. But he can't tell her what happened. Yeah. So it's like he's, like, playing charades trying to tell her she's going to have a baby. Yeah. Well, supposedly, I mean, I guess he could maybe maybe write it down to explain to her. I know, but here's the thing. It wasn't like they had a legal pad and a pen. It, ex- right? For sure, Isn't you're Isn't it right. a little bit harder yeah. to, like, yeah. write this down? No, and it's such, like, a crazy thing that you, you'd be like, what? Yes, I'm sorry, you said I'm, um, what, having a baby? Yeah. And then he can't talk the whole time. Yeah. The whole time she's pregnant. The whole time she's pregnant, which they had to get pregnant first. Yeah. Okay. So we had to have some fun there. Uh-huh. And then we were going to get pregnant. So he was mute for more than nine months. Because yeah. we don't know how long that all took. I, I'm i not going to lie. I could take some of that. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth could talk as much as she oh wanted. Oh, my could. She could say all the things. Yeah. I know, but sometimes you feel like you need your husband to, like, talk back. Like, okay, let's talk this out. I don't know. He can't be talking it out. I don't know, Rebecca. It might be nice to have... I know that Jeremy would probably say it'd be nice to have nine months of me mute. Yeah. No, because then they'd have to yell at the kids themselves. They need us. I don't know. They need our voice. They need our voice. You have a real good optimistic attitude about this. Okay, but then, not only... You know, I'm wondering about how he even tells his wife that she's going to have a baby. But he questioned the angel. Like, yeah. it wasn't like he was like, all right, sounds good. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. And so it just reminded me that even when we don't believe God's going to do something, he's going to do it. Yeah. Like, it has nothing to do with me. Okay. No, right. God said, I'm going to do it. Yes. He's going to do it. Yes. So no purpose of God can be changed just because we want to like laugh or I'm too old or there's no way or oh, when you think about Jonah who was told to go to Nineveh. He gets in the boat going the wrong way. God brings a <laughs> big fish to swallow him up. You know, it, whatever God's plans that he has. Yes. They will be fulfilled. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay, so um, I just you know if I could just be a fly on the wall in Zechariah and Elizabeth's home for those nine months, yes. I would love it. But one of my uh, other favorite scriptures is that um, it says that the that Elizabeth went into seclusion for five months yeah. after she found out she was pregnant. Yeah, and I just like again, I wonder, you know, was that just her, like so? almost like humbled and overjoyed that the Lord had saw fit to make her a mom, that she just wanted to enjoy that moment by herself. I don't know. Cause when I read it, I think of it as her being like, is this real? Like almost like for me, when I had my first baby, I, I think I did like 12 pregnancy tests. <laughs> You know, cause I yes. kept thinking like, am I really pregnant? Okay. Well, she didn't have a pregnancy test. I know, but I'm just saying she ain't peeing on no those to me, it's like a similar thing of like, is this really happening? You know, cause about five months she was probably really showing Yes, and then she was like, okay, well this must be and real. And you can feel the baby move, right? Yes. I'm trying to remember yeah, when it I is that so. you can feel the baby move. Yeah. Because it, once you're about five months along, that feels like a pretty sure thing, you know? Yes. Um, and she could have maybe had miscarriages before or, you know, there's no telling, but so she knew, you know, once you get to that five month mark, you're like, okay, there's a real baby here I'm really pregnant yes and maybe by that point she was like okay well I guess I can come out and let people know about this you I know? just think that's amazing yeah you know for five months you're just like secluded to yourself like yeah wondering and reveling and curious and afraid and yeah Is something gonna happen all right. the emotions that well, you would we feel. get to go to the doctor and have a sonogram and hear the heartbeat you know yes and all those things affirm for us oh I have a healthy baby yes you know she didn't get any of those things and so you're right it's not until about five months that maybe you start to feel the flutters and the kicks mm-hmm. where you go okay there's actually something inside of me yes you know yes. I haven't just eaten too many hamburgers you know That they had hamburgers (laughs) back then or falafel or (laughs) pita bread. What are they? She was baking bread, girl. She was baking the breads. Okay, so then scripture tells us that in her sixth month, is when Gabriel came to Mary. Right. Okay, and this is important because Gabriel was the angel that came to Zechariah. Uh-huh. So he a busy angel. Right. He got another announcement to make. Uh-huh. Um, and Mary actually reacts differently. And I'm going to let you fill in the whole story because yeah. next week Kate's going to share with us about Mary. But um, And so after the angel tells Mary she's going to be a mama, she also he also tells her that her cousin Elizabeth That's is right. pregnant with a baby, which she probably had no idea. Elizabeth's been in seclusion these five months. Yeah. And they didn't have like texting. No. There was no angel text, angel notification. There was no social media, baby announcement. No. This is the angel notification. Hey, Mary. No colored dust, pink or blue. No. Flying in the air. Yeah. So, and so what I think is so cool is that then Mary's like, well, I'm going to go see her. Yeah. Right. So she gets up and she goes to see Elizabeth, which. I'm going to let you cover that. There's so much so there. Much oh there. my gosh, there's yeah. so much there. Um, and one of the things that the angel Gabriel tells Mary, he says, For no word from God will ever fail. Mm. And that's what we just talked about. Even in our disbelief, God's purpose still remains. Yeah. And so Gabriel's like, Look, whatever God says, it's happening. Yeah. Okay. So Mary goes to visit Elizabeth. Um, and it's so cool because God gives these two women this beautiful bond. They are cousins. Um, They are both pregnant. They're very different ages and stages of life. Well, and you think about God's grace to Mary in that moment that he he knows how crazy it is that he's telling her she's about to have a baby even though she's a virgin. And yet he gives that grace moment of saying, hey, even your cousin Elizabeth, who was barren for so long— She gets to see a glimpse that yes, God is still doing these miracles. Yes, you know she is pregnant, and so just remember, you can believe, you can trust in this because here's an example. I'm doing it in her life too. Yes, you know, and and that's really a part of our God that I think is so kind Uh because I know when I was pregnant, I wanted to talk to other pregnant moms, Yes, right? Like you just have that yearning to be like, okay, what are you feeling? Okay. What are you doing? Yeah. And so I thought it would be fun just to talk for just a minute. Do you remember like what you talked about with other mamas when you were pregnant? Like what were the things that you were like, Ooh, I want to know, what are you craving? Oh What what makes you throw up? I wondered if everybody really was only sleeping on their side, you know, sleep on your stomach. No, because you're not supposed to. Or your back. I slept on my back. You can't sleep on your back? No, Rebecca. What? What? No, I feel like you're not supposed to sleep on your back. I mean, obviously not your stomach at some point. Yes. But I remember reading that in some book that you can't sleep on your back or your stomach. And so I was always petrified when I was trying to sleep, you know, that I would stay on my side. Even though I'm mostly a side sleeper, it was like only until I was pregnant, I, I really wanted to be able to sleep on my back or well, my stomach. Well, that's why they have that giant pillow, right? Yeah. The giant body pillow that you're supposed yeah. to get. Yeah. It's supposed to make it more comfortable. Yeah, but that was one of my questions, like, hey. Y'all following these rules or no, you know, can I sleep on my back? Listen, I was like, who has heartburn? Yeah. What are you taking? Yes. Nausea. Nausea. For me, it was nausea. yes Yes. I remember this this moment this is kind of an Elizabeth and Mary situation I was teaching school when I was pregnant with um, Caleb my first child and I was super nauseous in all my pregnancies I was very 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 sick and so um okay when I was pregnant with Caleb I was teaching in the portables I was a high school Spanish (laughs) teacher I was teaching in the portables and Rebecca I was so sick I would be up there teaching I would walk outside throw up off into the grass outside of the portables and come back in and start teaching no yes I was so but I had to keep working you know but I was ridiculously sick. Oh my goodness. So I remember one day I was teaching and the counselor, the school counselor came to my door and she said, "Can you come outside and and visit for a minute?" And I walked out there and she had this little 16-year-old girl with her and she told me that this girl was pregnant. Wow. And was struggling with nausea yes. and knew that I was struggling too and asked what I had been doing. Oh, that's so sweet. Yes. And it was just like, I had this moment where I would be like, Oh my gosh, I wish I could take this from you. Cause it's so hard. Yes. And I can't imagine being 16 and being that sick and like trying to go to school and yes. you know, oh. so that was a moment for me where it was like, I just looked at her, and I was like, "It's. I know it's going to pass for both of us. We're going to get through this. Here's the medicine I'm taking. Here's the stuff I smell. Here's what I eat in the morning so I feel better, and just kind of shared those tips. That's what we do, right? We just need another mama to come alongside us and yeah. say, girl, I got you, yeah. or I went through that. I've been through that. Here's yeah. what worked for me. I mean, that's that's the thing that I see in the story about God is he's so kind to give them each other in yes. this moment when yeah. Elizabeth's so old, and she's finally pregnant, And she's farther along than Mary and then this sweet young girl, you know, that at this point, how does Mary even know she's pregnant, right? Yeah. Because she's so early in her pregnancy. She's not showing. She's not feeling flutters. There's no sticks to pee on. No, she's got nothing. So it's like such a kind gift for him to give them each other to get to go and spend time with. Agree. Um, Okay, so here's the moment when Mary actually comes to meet Elizabeth because this is what's really beautiful about Elizabeth's story too. It's in Luke 1, 39 through 45. It says, At that time Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord shall come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. So So before Mary even tells Elizabeth that she's pregnant, Elizabeth knows that she's pregnant. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine that moment? So cool. And and Gabriel told Zachariah that, that John, the baby, would have the Holy Spirit from the womb. Before he was even born. Yes. yes. And now Elizabeth's getting to experience that moment, too. Yes. Like, I kind of want to know how he jumped in her womb. Like, was it a kick?
1: I was don't know. Was it a twirl?
0: Well, we've all had the babies moving in the belly. Was it a <sighs> somersault? I don't know, but you can imagine that it was something, some electricity. Yes. Some just moment of, I don't know, a supernatural energetic force where she knew this was different, right? Yes. 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 And that's cool too, because at this point we think, well, yeah, surely Jesus is in Mary's womb. Right. Yeah. So it's like baby John in uh-huh. the womb. and baby Jesus in the womb. Yeah. It's like a little high five. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, dude? Hey, cuz. Thanks for preparing the way. What's going on? <laughs> that's kind of cool to think about too. Yeah. So one of the things that I read about this story with Elizabeth is that She was a prophetess in some sense. Sure. Because she was declaring something over Mary that she had no natural knowledge of. Wow. Nobody had told her this information. So it came directly from God. And then she's speaking these words over Mary, blessed are you among women. Wow. Um, I am highly favored because the mother of my Lord has come to me. Wow. So she is reaffirming to Mary that what Gabriel has told her is true. Yes. And that she's speaking truth over her. That's so powerful. I've never thought about that before. And that's what we as moms do. We can yeah. speak truth over yeah. other moms. Yes. And we don't necessarily have to know all the details because we have the word of God in front of us now. We have the truth of him to speak over other moms. But this was such a powerful moment, both for Elizabeth and for Mary, because it was reaffirming to Mary that what Gabriel said is true. But it was also a moment for Elizabeth because she got a peek inside what God was doing, not only in her life, but in the world. Yes. Well, and prophesying basically just means to proclaim what is true from God. Yes. And yes, exactly what you're saying. We can do that to other moms... Um, as we proclaim what is true over them. Exactly. Yeah. And the Bible tells us about other female prophets. Uh-huh. So um, I want our mamas to know that this is not a job that was just for men. That right. In the Old Testament, there were female prophets. Miriam was a prophet. Uh-huh. Deborah was a prophet. And then in the New Testament, we see several female prophets as well, some that are named and have a story about them, and some that are just mentioned in passing. Um, but God used all of his people yes. to communicate his message. Including men and women, mm-hmm. and so for me as a woman, I love seeing other women being used by God in the scriptures, yeah. um, because I think for us it just reassures to us God needs me, mm-hmm. He needs me in His kingdom, and He has a calling and a purpose for me too. Right, I matter. I matter, yeah. and part of that is that Elizabeth was able to encourage this young mom and to to go ahead of her. I am sure Mary had all the questions. Right. right yeah like what happened here and when did you know and how did you feel yeah and I'm even wondering if Mary stayed with her until John was born I don't know I from what I read it's a lot of scholars surmise that yes she stayed until he awesome was born. yeah so then she gets to actually see what's about to happen yeah because if she if Elizabeth was six months along and Mary stayed about three months yes then she would have stayed until he was born yes yeah. Yeah. So um, Elizabeth ends up having John, and it's so funny because all the people are at the house like celebrating this baby, and they just assume that the baby's going to be named Zachariah. Right. And Elizabeth's like, no, his name's going to be John. And uh-huh. like, they don't believe her. Uh-huh. So they're like, okay, husband Zachariah. And he can't speak yet. Right. So it says they bring him a tablet. Uh-huh. I love this. Like, bring him a tablet. Was it like a piece of stone? I Harchment? know. I don't know what, what, what their writing was like in the time. And he writes out his name is John. Yeah. And at that moment, his mouth is open and he's yeah. able to speak again. Yeah. And so that baby's named John, That's right. John the baptizer. And so what we see is Elizabeth, the mother prophet, bears a son, John the Baptist, who was also a prophet, yeah. who would then go ahead of Jesus. And I wanted to read this scripture um, from Luke 3.16. John said, I baptize you with water. But one who is more powerful than I will come, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie, and he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. John was a special boy, yeah and God had special plans for him, and Elizabeth was a special mom. Yeah. She was older when she had John, and so we don't know how long she lived after that to see him grow up. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that in one of our earlier episodes is that some of these sweet moms that waited so long to have their babies, they weren't there necessarily for the rest of their lives or even to see grandchildren. And I think that also is very kind because John's life was hard. Mm. Um, He lived out from the people in the desert and he had to prophesy for what was to come with Jesus. And then we know that the end of his life, he was beheaded. Right. Um, And so he had a really... um, purposeful calling, but it was a hard road. Yeah. It was not easy. Yeah. And so I think that's also really interesting here because you've got two mamas that are having babies that both had hard roads ahead of them. Yes. And so I just think what God did in this story was so beautiful. And I think it's an example for us today. okay? Okay. As we're in this Christmas season and as we're hurried and rushed, there's also a lot of suffering and hardship in the world. And one of the ways that we as moms can come alongside each other is to do exactly what Elizabeth did to speak truth over other moms. Love that. And so I wanted to highlight, instead of bringing Elizabeth into the modern day and giving her a modern mama character, I thought we could just highlight some of our mom friends who are modern day mamas who are doing just what Elizabeth did by speaking truth over their friends. Love that. So my first one I want to highlight is my friend, Courtney, and she encourages other moms because I actually just the other day had a mom reach out to me and her child has just been diagnosed with celiac disease. Okay. And she said she went shopping for the first time and was overwhelmed. Oh my gosh. What yeah. do I feed this baby? Yeah. And I said, I know a friend. Yeah, And so Courtney, who also has celiac disease, is able to share with this mom yeah. where to shop, Yes, what to buy, where you can go out to eat. Yeah. She's speaking truth over this mom saying, look, this is not the end. Yeah. It's only the beginning. And here's how you can make this work for your child. Yes. I have another friend named Marsha and she's encouraging a mom friend of mine because this mom recently lost her husband Uh and Marsha knows this pain intimately and now she's walking with her in this unexpected journey of singleness. Yes. And she's speaking truth over her as to how God is going to bless the story even when it seems Mm. like there is no blessing. Yeah. And then for myself, my friend Kristen is encouraging me right now because I need help praying through something really big in my life and so she's walking with me. She's teaching me how to pray. She's guiding me in the words and the ways and the accountability. And awesome. we need that mom in our life to speak truth over us when we need it. Yes. Kate, do you have any modern day mamas? Oh man, you know, I think about when you brought up Courtney, I think about Jenny, you know, our our gathered Jenny because yes. um her son has struggled with eczema, uh, severe eczema, you know, um his whole life and Jenny has been such a resource to other mamas whose babies struggle because Jenny knows exactly, just like we you said about Courtney, these are the things, you know, that you need to do. Um, and then in my own life, I was blessed. My older sister is six years older than me, and so when I got pregnant with my first baby um, – I was able to reach out to my older sister and she said okay here's what to expect and then you know as Caleb was born she was able to say okay here's how you set up a set schedule here are the things that you feed him here's how to do tummy time here's what room time is all those things that she walked me through that even in reading a book was just kind of overwhelming for me to figure out and then I was able to do that for my little sister so that when her first baby came along I was able to go and stay with them and say okay here's how we do it here's how we walk through this here's how we set up." a schedule here's what he needs to eat and how often and you know all those things are just so overwhelming to a new mom um I was able to pass on the blessing that had been blessed to me, you know. Listen, I just think that this is one of the things that we have got to embrace as moms is that part of our role is not just to encourage our kiddos, but it's to encourage other mamas. Yeah, And there are lots of moms that are going through hard things. They're not easy. And we may not have personal experience with that, but we have the word of God. That's right. And we know that God knows all struggles yes. and that when we speak the truth of God's word over someone, that God is meeting that need exactly as they need it Yes, and all we can do is open our mouth and speak the truth, right. and encourage and love one another. Um, I've been reading Romans. I started reading Romans, and one of the verses that I read the other day that was really encouraging to me it's one eleven Romans one eleven. It says, "For this is Paul speaking. For I long to see you that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to strengthen you." That is, that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. Wow. There's this idea that we're mutually encouraging one another because yes. I think even when I speak truth over another mom, I'm encouraged because I'm able to take that, you know, whatever I've struggled with or whatever God's story God's given me, and it's like redeeming my struggle yes. to help this other mom. Well, you think about the mutual blessing that it was for Mary and Elizabeth, yes. you know? Elizabeth had that moment of joy when she saw what God was up to in Mary's life, you know? Yes. And then Mary was encouraged by the prophecy from Elizabeth, you know, it's that yes. mutual moment. That's beautiful. So I think one of the ways that we can stop during this busy season, especially as we're looking towards Christmas and we know that Christmas Day is coming and it's so, for us as believers, it's so precious to us, is that along this next few weeks, we're probably going to run into another mama that needs just a kind, encouraging word. Yes. And instead of um, being hurried or thinking, I don't have time to stop or I don't have time to call her or I don't have time to write a note – one of the ways that we can help ourselves to remember the importance of Christmas is to stop and take that moment to speak to her Mm -hmm. because we're helping shine the light of God into her life, which is exactly what Jesus did when he came Yes, as a baby born in a major. He brought light to our world. And I think Elizabeth is an example of that for us. And she just, again, she's so precious to me. I think for moms out there that are struggling with infertility, there are so many moms in Scripture that lived a long time without that gift that they wanted so badly. And for some, God blessed them and gave them that gift. And for others, God provided another way for them to grow their family. Um, And then for other mamas who maybe have kids that have a hard road, right? You're raising babies that have physical issues or emotional issues, and you can't fix it for them. Uh To know that God is in that too, and he has a purpose for them. And even if you're not there for every moment of their life, God is going to be there. Yes, there's just so much we can gain from this story. And I'm yeah. so excited for us to talk about Mary next yeah, week because we kind of like the tip of the iceberg, yeah. right? And so we can't wait to hear her story next week. So thank you all so much for joining us today for our beginning of these Christmas mamas. Yes. We're so glad to have you love the Christmas mamas um and so excited to talk about Mary next week I'm gonna be honest with you I felt a little nervous like studying her because she's such a big right character right listen this is part of the reason I was not gonna like (laughs) cast her as like Angelina Jolie because I was like uh (laughs) she pretty important I don't know know how Jesus gonna feel about that like how do you cast Mary I know I don't think you can you're gonna have to wait and see I did my (laughs) best uh, but hey, yeah, we'll, that'll be our next episode. Okay, so make sure that you hit subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you can, please leave a review for us. The more reviews you leave and, and those those words, those so kind of words that you say about us really just helps another mom find our podcast. We just hear story after story of moms that are being impacted by this podcast, not because of us, but because God is using it to speak his truth and That's just right. to connect with moms that maybe think, I don't know a lot about Jesus or I don't know what all the hype is, but if they can can come and listen here and just hear a taste of what jesus does to change our lives then Uh maybe it will just encourage them to draw closer to him yes so you guys have a great week and we'll make sure and check with you next time bye moms